Good morning. It's Thursday, September 22, 2011, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Palestinians to pursue a seat in the U.N. Fed will shift debt holdings to lift growth. And House rejects GOP stopgap spending bill. In today's national headlines, young adults make gains in health coverage. And Georgia executes Davis after court rejects a stay. In this morning's business news, ouster of Hewlett-Packard CEO is expected, Moody's downgrades credit ratings of three big banks, and S.A.B. Miller and Foster's seal a buyout over a beer. There will, of course, be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from the United Nations, titled Palestinians to Pursue a Seat in the U.N. A last-ditch American effort to head off a Palestinian bid for membership in the United Nations faltered. President Obama tried to qualify his own call just a year ago for a Palestinian state. And President Nicolas Sarkozy of France stepped forcefully into the void with a proposal that pointedly repudiated Obama's approach. The extraordinary tableau Wednesday at the United Nations underscored a stark new reality. The United States is facing the prospect of having to share or even cede its decades-long role as the architect of Middle East peacemaking. Even before Obama walked up to the General Assembly podium to make his difficult address, where he declared that peace will not come through statements and resolutions at the U.N., American officials acknowledged that their various last-minute attempts to jumpstart Israeli-Palestinian negotiations with help from European allies and Russia had collapsed. American diplomats turned their attention to how to navigate a new era in which questions of Palestinian statehood are squarely on the global diplomatic agenda. There used to be three relevant players in any Middle East peace effort, the Palestinians, Israel, and the United States. But expansions of settlements in the West Bank and a hardening of Israeli attitudes have isolated Israel and its main backer, the United States. Dissension among Palestinian factions has undermined the prospect for a new accord as well. Finally, Washington politics has limited Obama's ability to try to break the logjam if that means appearing to distance himself from Israel. Republicans have mounted a challenge to lure away Jewish voters who supported Democrats in the past after some Jewish leaders sharply criticized Obama for trying to push Israel too hard. The result has been two and a half years of stagnation on the Middle East peace front that has left Arabs and many world leaders frustrated and ready to try an alternative to the American-centric approach that has prevailed since the 1970s. The U.S. cannot lead on an issue that it is so boxed in on by its domestic politics, said Daniel Levy, a former Israeli peace negotiator in the government of Ehud Barak. And therefore, with the region in such rapid upheaval and the two-state solution dying as long as the U.S. is paralyzed, others are going to have to step up. Sarkozy gave a forceful disavowal of Obama's position. Let us cease our endless debates on the parameters, he said, calling instead for a general assembly resolution that would upgrade the Palestinians to observer status as a bridge toward statehood. Let us begin negotiations and adopt a precise timetable. The outcome of the Palestinian bid for membership remains uncertain.